Yo, today's QOT is how I do anything is how I do everything. Here we go. Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. We got Inky Johnson back on the show for your motivation Monday. And today, Inky is going to encourage you to operate in excellence or live a life of regret. Here's Inky. Most cats remind me of one of my freshman roommates when we first got our Pell Grant check. Right? And I'll never forget, I got $2,500. And he got close to $4,000. And when I looked at him, I said, man, I ain't never had this much money before. He like, me neither. I said, man, I'm going to the bank. I'm about to open up me an account. Right? I'm going to put this in the bank. My man says to me, Inc., I'm going to go to Foot Locker. I'm about to spend all this. I'm like, all right, cool, but come with me to the bank. Man, you need to save a little bit of that. I said, you might not get that much again. He's like, that's the problem. I said, come with me to the bank. He come with me to the bank, open up an account. I put my money in the bank. He goes straight to the mall, exactly what he said he was going to do. We walk in Foot Locker, let me get those J's, he's splurging. Right, we get to the counter, lady starts ringing it up, he gives her the card, she swipes the card, card didn't go through. He looked at me, I said, don't look at me, big spender. You the man. He said, ma'am, I know I got the money, football office gave it to me. Can you swipe it again? She swiped it again, card didn't go through. He looked at me, I said, don't look at me, big money tight grip, you the man. He said, ma'am, can you swipe it again? I know I got the money. She swiped it, didn't go through. She handed him the card back, and I'll never forget, she said to him, sir, you haven't even pulled a strip off the back to call to activate the card. She said, you got the money. She said, but you haven't even called to activate it. And when you look at some young cash, you're like, man, you could be great, but you haven't even pulled a strip off to activate it. Like, you could operate on the level of excellence in everything you do, but you haven't even pulled a strip off to activate it. Right? You're living on reserve, and most cats live on reserve. And what I mean by living on reserve, most cats do things in such a way to where when they get to a certain point, their heart is like a Cadillac converter in a car. Right? You know what a Cadillac converter is? It's when you're in a certain car, and you try to push it to the limit, and when it gets to the limit, the car says, hmm. And every time you try to mash it, the car, hmm because it hasn't been to that point before, and that's the heart of most cats. When they get to a certain point that they haven't been to before, they, mm, they retreat. And it's not even about an opponent. It's not even about opposition. It's about, I've never been to that point before, and I don't know how I'm going to respond. They scatter themselves. It's not even about an opponent. You get some 18, 19, 20-year-old cats, they're scared of themselves. It's not about an opponent. They're standing in a tunnel in Neyland Stadium, getting ready to play in front of 100,000 fans, and they're questioning their integrity. Like, the reason I can live with what happened to me on September 9, 2006, the last play, is personal to me, right? Because I knew when I went out, I gave my teammates everything I had. Like, I could look you dead square. I'm a man, right? I don't lie. Right? I don't fear no man. Right? From Tennessee, California, a lot. You could drop me anywhere on any, any place. I don't, I don't fear no man. Right? That's how I was raised. That's how I'm coming. Right? When I went out, my last play, I knew I gave my teammates everything I had. Every ounce of my spirit. 
Right? That's why when coach came to see me in the hospital, I'm like, I'm good. I empty everything out of me. Now, if I didn't give him everything I had, it would have been a big ounce of regret because I would have lived my whole life with the thought of, man, what if I gave everything I had to it? Right? I just want one thing from y'all, man. Like, when I, when I played, right, I didn't care if a cat ran a 4-3. I didn't care about that. I didn't care if a cat go up in the bench, in the weight room and bench press 500 pounds. A cat can lift the world. I didn't care about that. I didn't care if a cat did the L drill faster than anybody. I didn't care about that. I wanted a cat beside me that I knew was going to scrap. I wanted a cat beside me that I knew when we looked across the, they knew, man, cat can't see us, man. I wanted a cat beside me, no matter the outcome, we coming, we working, and we fighting until the game over. I wanted a cat beside me that had a certain level of consistency of mindset to understand how I do anything is how I do everything. And you meet most young cats and they think it's a dual mentality, right? They think football is one mentality, life is one mentality. No, bro, it's you. It's your spirit. It's your essence. It's who you are. I never understood, to be honest with you, I never understood how a cat can tap out on a wind sprint. I never understood how a cat can quit on a jelly, like a cat in a facility and they getting smoothies. Cat got a barbershop. Like a cat getting his jock strap washed and got the nerve to step on the field and not give everything they got to it. Like a cat getting gear. A cat got a stadium, a cat got a locker. Like, how can you not scrap? How can you not fight for what you believe in? Like, I feel like it's a level of honor and responsibility that comes with that, right? When you come to this place, it's a privilege, right? You got cats that came before you, and they, they, they cherish this, right? They cherish it. When I got here, we cherish this place, right? When I got here, we believe we can beat anybody in the country. And the work ethic and the discipline and the dedication and the commitment wasn't based upon or predicated upon situations or circumstances, right? I'm talking concrete commitment, right? Not that commitment, I'm going to show up, I'll be there, coach. Yeah, I'll go to meetings. Yeah, I'm going to go out. I might run hard three sprints. Not that, man. Not that cheap stuff, man. Not that counterfeit stuff. I'm talking concrete commitment. I'm talking a commitment that says, I am going to stay true to what I said I would do long after the mood that I've set it in has left, right? Because when you're in them seats, it's easy to talk about what you're going to do, right? But Mike Tyson said it. Everybody got a plan until they get punched in the mouth. And some cats, when they get punched in the mouth, they never recover. Some cats, when they get hit in a way they never got hit before, they never recover. Some cats, when they get placed in situations and it challenges their character, they never recover. Some cats, when you ask more of them that's ever been asked of them before, they never recover, right? Why can't we play football and operate in excellence, and why can't we go to the classroom and operate in excellence, right? Like when he said I grabbed the cat, I grabbed him for one reason, right? When I stepped in the cat's face, I wanted him to understand first and foremost, it's all love. I loved you, right? I loved every one of my teammates, right? But I understood at the core of what we were a part of, we had a purpose that was a lot greater than any one of us. Like the purpose and the thing that you're a part of is greater than any cat in here. I don't care how many stars you got. I don't care what high school you came from. I don't care what you the man. I don't care if you were All-American, Army All-American, McDonald's, I don't care about none of that. When you get here, you're a part of something that's a lot bigger than you. 
It's cats that came through here before you, and there's going to be cats that come through here after you. And so while you're blessed to be able to do it, how about we do it in a way that it's never been done before, and we raise the standard of it, right? The standard is the standard. We don't lower it, right? We don't say, oh, man, we Tennessee. The standard is the standard. We compete, we fight, we scrap, we live to fight another day. We don't retreat against nobody. Right? We scrap, we fight, we live to see another day. We come out and we work for something that's a lot greater than the game of football. Right? My arm and my hand got paralyzed. My heart didn't. They saved my life Saturday. I was back in class Tuesday. I was back at practice with my teammates Wednesday. You could go to the, when you go to the training room, ask Jason McVeigh. They told me, Inc., we want to send you back to Atlanta. I said, nope, order me a Dunjoy sling and a Velcro strap. True story. He said, yeah, Inc., but something tragic happened to you. I get that. You're right. You're 100% right. Order me a Dunjoy sling and a Velcro strap. He said, why? I said, I'm going back to practice with my teammates. My career was over. And you got a cat that'll get an ankle injury, and he act like the world for then. You get a cat that'll get an ACL, like my man can't show up for nothing. Right? I told him, man, that wasn't a part of my contract. And when I speak about contract, not contract, I ain't have a college contract. I'm talking about my life contract. Like, I didn't say, I'm going to give you everything I got unless things go wrong and my career ends. I was in the sand pit running with my teammates in my sling. And I had staples. I had 300 staples in my body, as a matter of fact, and I was running sprints with them. It means something different to me, man. Like, I ain't one of these cats going to get up here and talk to you about no five ways to success. I lived it. Ain't one of these cats gonna get up here and talk to you about something that I ain't did. I, I sat in them seats, right? It means something different to me, right? Like I firmly believe, like Eric Berry is somebody to me that, that's like a little brother to me, right? And I'll never forget when I got the call about him having cancer, right? Great man, right? Did things the right way, hard worker. But I'll never forget I got the call about him having cancer, and one day when he was leaving chemo, he said to the cats, take me to the track. Right? And they're like, man, you just left chemo. Like, I get that. It take me to the track. Like, man, you just left chemo. It's like, no, I got I to do my routine. I got to go run my 400s. And he said as he was running his 400s, he was crying, and he said, I'm crying not because I'm in so much pain. I'm crying because I'm not who I used to be, but I know I'm going to come back one day stronger than I used to be. And he came back that season. He was comeback player of the year, defensive player of the year. And it's all she wrote. That ain't talent. As talented as he is, talented as he was, that ain't talent. That's essence. That's core. That's who I am as a person. That's how I get down. That's how I'm coming. That's what that is, right? Never forget, man, who you are as a man is far more important than who you are as a football player. And every time you get ready to stop, every time you get ready to quit, that's you as a man. That's not you as a football player. But when you press forward in the midst of the opposition, in the midst of the adversity, think about it in terms of this. You're not just building a mentality for the game of football. You're building a mentality that's going to sustain you 20, 30, 40, 50 years from now. When you're trusted with something that's a lot greater than you. When you're trusted with something that's a lot greater than a defensive huddle. Right? I just want one thing from you, man. I just don't want you to take this thing for granted. Most importantly, I want you to understand what you got, right? Because I'm, I'm a straight shooter. I know there's some young cats in here thinking right now 
They the sweetest of the sweet, and can't nobody tell them nothing. And then when they get hit with the first sign of adversity, they going upstairs to the transfer portal. Not because they ain't talented enough, right? Not because they ain't got it, right? But because they can't sustain, and they can't stick through the opposition. And when it gets tough, they camp out, they wave the white flag, and they say, I don't want it. You got to get cats with you, man, that's in the midst of the opposition, in the midst of adversity. You know what you're fighting for, and you know what you're working for, right? People don't burn out in life because of what they do. People burn out because life makes them forget why they do it. All right, my friend, that was Inky Johnson. His website is inkyjohnson.com. You can watch this entire talk on YouTube. It's called Inky Johnson Actions Betraying Your Words. That is it for me. Please leave a rating and or a review for the show on Apple Podcasts. I really appreciate it. And I will see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. Peace.